next comic is the host of the Latina Business Awards. Give it up for Kat Alvarado. Tuesday night in November, in the year 2021, post-pandemic age, laughter roars at Flappers Comedy Club in Burbank, California. From the eight or so comedians in the lineup inducing the laughter, about half of them are women, including the MC. Some of the women cover topics such as female reproductive organs and sex. One comedian looks at the lighter side of fertility treatments, an otherwise heavy topic for women such as herself. Kat Alvarado makes fun of the way her Nicaraguan mother would rather she marry rich than struggle to get the finer things in life. The type of stand-up comedy style and content from 100 plus years ago is drastically different from modern versions of stand-up. What was the same then as now is that women have always been interested and ready to be in front of the microphone to entertain as comedians. The origins of stand-up lie in vaudeville. Actor, comedian, and professor Wayne Fetterman talks about a time before the term stand-up was in the American lexicon. Well, there wasn't anything called a stand-up comedian until 1947, because the term stand-up didn't exist until then. So before then, they were called comedians or they were called monologists. There were female monologists who would do impressions, they would do songs, they would do some jokes. One comedian and pioneer of stand-up is Elsie Janis. In the early 1900s, in 1919, Elsie Janis is her name not only did jokes and did impressions, but she entertained the troops in World War I. Like there's been a lot of comedians that have performed overseas for the troops in war zones. She was the first one to do it. According to the book, The Comic Offense by Rick Desrochers, beginning at the turn of the 20th century, the vaudeville aesthetic enabled women to be forthright when it came to expressing their own sense of humor. One such trailblazer of the vaudeville era was comedian Mae West. In the 1920s, in the grand tradition of comedians pushing the boundaries, Mae West and her cast got arrested after receiving complaints from religious groups for being obscene. Wayne Fetterman, professor of stand-up history and performance at USC's School of Dramatic Arts, talks about the importance of Mae West's incident. In 1927, a comedic actress named Mae West spent 10 days in jail in New York for her play. It was called Sex uh, because people thought it was obscene. 10 days in jail. Fast forward to present day. Even though Mae West was pushing the boundaries of what a woman can say or do 100 years ago, female stand-up comedians are still fighting to say what men say without being scrutinized. Kat Alvarado, I'm a comedian born and raised in Los Angeles, acknowledges that there is work to be done behind the scenes. There is so much that's considered too spicy to talk about. Comedy clubs are very open. Almost anything goes. But if I do a corporate gig 
or a college gig. There is a lot that's considered too spicy for people. Almost anything sexual, anything that's not PG-13 can make people get really uncomfortable. Kat Alvarado, a stand-up comedian for eight years, started off her career by turning a negative situation into something positive. As I was sad over a breakup, and my therapist said, try something you've always wanted to try and something new that you've never done before. I really respect stand up and so let's go for it. And he did it and I was good at it. I was like, oh my gosh, well, this is cool. It's like I have another X-Men power I didn't know I had. Being half Nicaraguan, Alvarado capitalizes on her ability to relate to the Hispanic audiences. I get booked on many, many shows that are all Latino lineups. So it's really important to bring that in because it's a part of who I am uh, and people relate to it and they love it. They love to see themselves represented on stage and see their culture represented on stage. Kat is passionate of her career as a stand-up comedian and gets so much fulfillment from her profession. I love making people laugh. The more I can make them laugh, the better I feel. And I'm like, oh, I'm a badass. I just, I love the achievement of it. That's what drives me. When I have those bonus moments too, though, when someone who has cancer comes up to me after a show and goes, this is the first time I smiled in over a year. I'm done. It melts my heart. There are many others who are trying to make the stand-up industry a better place for women. Genesis Soul, a native of Dallas, Texas, started her stand-up career when she moved to Los Angeles. The one thing about LA and New York and like starting stand-up in those cities is that like you're immediately surrounded with some of the best comics ever. Los Angeles being one of the top three cities for aspiring stand-up comedians, an up-and-coming comedian like Genesis faces stiff competition. If someone amazing is going to be on a show with you, it just forces you to like work harder and work better. And if you're surrounded by that energy and, and really good, smart, funny people, it's just going to make you funnier and smarter. Genesis Soul has carved her space in comedy by starting Witty Titties All Women's Comedy Show. Gordon Jackson, a comedian who works the door and co-runs a show at the Nightcap Comedy Club in Burbank, talks about the positive elements that Genesis has brought with her show, Witty Titties. Open mics are still very male-dominant. That can take away from someone's enthusiasm for going to them. What Genesis did is she recognized that. She set up a women's only mic, which has been super supportive and above all that, funny, because the girls just are the girls. They're themselves, they have fun, they don't gotta worry about anything else going on in the environment, and Genesis set that all up. Genesis got the opportunity to take Witty Titty's comedy show on the road. And me and like six other girls piled in a van. And uh, there's a comedy festival. It's called Electric Comedy Festival. It's run, also run by an awesome woman. Her name is Val. Genesis, much like Mae West, created her own scandal on one eventful day when the show stopped in a little town in Utah. <laughs> so now I've got seven girls twerking in the middle of this cafe. 
And I just thought we're having fun. Like we had just finished the comedy show. Like clearly all the audience members were like on board. Like the manager runs over to us, like runs. It's just like, ma'am, you need to stop what you're doing. Genesis and six other girls almost got arrested. Turns out in this in this tiny town, it is illegal to dance anywhere, but at a designated dancing spot. They were this close to being like, we're going to call the cops and get you arrested. And I was like, okay, no, no, no. We can tone it down. I, we're going to go. I did put on one last song and it was Footloose. <laughs> I started witty titties and then I've noticed there's been a lot of, you know, increases of more only women shows, only women mics. And I'm like, this is so cool. It's been mostly just dudes for a really long time, or, and it tends to still be just dudes. But I think we need to have more integration. According to Zipia.com, among stand-up comedians, 11.8% are women compared to 85.2%, which are men. After the Me Too movement, with the work that Kat Alvarado and Genesis Soul do, and with the support from the stand-up comedy fans, Hopefully the stand-up stage will become a more inclusive platform for men, women, and those who identify as non-binary. For kpcradio.com, I am Fabiola Garrisosa. But she did.